Hello, this is Kevin. And I'm Ashley. And you are listening to episode four of Selling Everett. So today's episode is caffeinated by Seize the Day Cafe. Heck yeah, it is. Which is right over here to my right the side. nice caramel macchiato. And guys, we are on location again. 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 Number two. Number two. So we are in the northwest neighborhood of Everett. Yes. Does and anyone I'm, well? Does anyone know where that is? It is northwest Everett. I, I mean, I know where it is, but do they know that it includes include the port? The port. This um, is exciting. Because it is exciting. We're getting into less neighborhoody things, mm -hmm. so less houses and more actual mixed-use space, which I think is fantastic. We love a good mixed-use. We love a good mixed-use. It's use. my favorite. So, Northwest Everett, and this is funny because you guys will start seeing a trend here, is the southern border of 19th Street. No, it's the northern border. That's the most southern border. Oh, I'm sorry. I understand now. My bad, everybody. Because <laughs> the bad, north everybody. is the Puget yes. <laughs> Sound. Is this lovely water? Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Broadway is its easterly border. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. you can see how this lovely. It's just a line down the middle, everybody. Right. Bam! Cut it off. Water. Whoever determined 19th Street is like the southern border of two neighborhoods and the north border of two neighborhoods. I'm also like glad they did that and that it's consistent because we it all love consistent. a consistent person. Right. So that to me was a big win. Everybody, I'm just saying. So, Northwest Everett, mm -hmm. good mixed use. Mm -hmm. And if you've ever been here, you know Port of Everett is probably one of the busier ports in the Washington Puget Sound area outside of the Port of Seattle, of course. Yeah, we just opened up to become like an official port port mm -hmm. getting shipping containers. What was that, like a month ago, maybe? Two months ago? Yeah. So, I just, when we were driving here, I was like, look at all those shipping containers. Look at all that stuff. Oh, employment yeah so that was something that's new and then um more things of i guess do you want to start with phase two of what's going on at the port real yeah. fast let's talk about it because we're excited about it this is exciting so part of the northwest neighborhood is part of and the majority of the port of everett mm -hmm. and right now it is going through a massive redevelopment adding new living spaces and new businesses so mm -hmm. they're pretty much done with phase one so when you guys listen to this in March, hopefully by then it'll be pretty much done. We might have Jack's dim sum and dim sum. Um, bars. Yeah, the winery and the, winery. the uh, South Fork Bakery. South Fork Bakery. And Woods, Coffee, and Woods Coffee. And I think a brewery. I can't remember which brewery, but I think we're getting a new brewery down here too. That's going to be over. Summit yeah, brewery. over by the woods. Yes. So, oh, and the whiskey bar. And most importantly, they're renovating the Weyerhaeuser historical mm -hmm. building, mm -hmm. which is down here as well. We can actually see it. We can see it right now. That we're sitting in right now. It's been moved four times, I believe, in yes. its life, which is wild to me. Because it used to be on the river. I know. Of Tahomish River, and it used to be the old um, lumber mill administrative mm -hmm. building, right? There was, um, Kevin and I got to go there, when was that, like about six months ago, mm -hmm. over the summer, and they were doing a hey, come see what we're going to do next March. And we were like, okay. So we went in. And I think the coolest thing of that building is, one, there's a giant vault in the center of the building right the that middle. goes two stories that I was told is going to become a new wine vault that people can, mm -hmm. like, rent. So, like, heck, yeah, let's go. Um, but my favorite, favorite, favorite is 
each room has different types of wood flooring that yes. are consistent of the time and are still from that time. They were all in great condition. Correct. So um, that is exciting to me. It's is that coffee in the morning? Yes. Whiskey in the evening. Whiskey's in the evening. I think it's to be would would be coffee is what I heard. That's nice. Yeah, so I'm excited. You know, bring it on. It was pretty cool. And then in front of it, we're phase two. You'll see some construction going on. Uh, more apartments. More a supermarket. A supermarket. More Groceries. stores. More parking. Um, there's a now. Did you know one of my favorite things? You can rent kayaks down here. I just found this out last summer. You and kayak. I do love a good kayak. <laughs> um, so you can rent kayaks down here, but you can also rent a boat. There's a new. Um, that new little building that's over here to the left by Indigo. Oh, is it the Yacht Club? The yacht, it's not the Yacht Club, but it's like a rental place. So you can rent some type of boat. Oops, I don't know if they have yachts or what kind of yachts. I don't know. Maybe one day I'll try it out. Yeah. I don't know if I can drive a boat, but we'll find out. But the predominant aspect of the Northwest neighborhood is the port and access to people's personal boats, too. So you use it as your launching point mm -hmm. to go out fishing, to go out sailing. Um, I know... Okay. Plenty of people that sail up to Victoria, Canada, yeah. and that stuff right from here, and it's only a couple hours technically. It is, and we have actually, a, I think the last time I checked, one of the cheaper mortgages for like a weekend stay. So if someone from another area comes up, it's mm -hmm. not like overly expensive. And we have little kiosks with st stores to like stock up on your boat and all that, yes. which is fun. And then again, more restaurants. We got Blue Water Distilling. You know, I love that place. It is delicious. Um, good food, good cocktails. If you're looking for a good cocktail, we've got a good place Scuttlebutt, go. which is behind us here. Beer. It's over there. It's over there. By Ashley. I'm behind my shoulder. Beer and good fish and chips. Fish and chips. Good pub food, just in general, I, I feel like. Yeah. You need something like greasy, but not like bad greasy. Scuttlebutt. And then you got Hotel Indigo and mm -hmm. the Jetty Grill. Too. Oh yeah, I forget. We've been going there a lot. Yes. Just found out Tuesdays half price bottles of wine. Half. So price shout out to the wine. jetty. <laughs> so it is pretty cool, but I mean, just thinking about the opportunity in the expansion here in the northwest area, and we'll probably continue it on to the other neighborhoods because the mm -hmm. port encompasses a couple of our neighborhoods too. You got to drive um, through a bunch of them to get down here. Yes. So. Um, but this is really good. Um, one because they also put in the footbridge. Yes. So you have access to mm -hmm. Northwest Everett, which the residential area is kind of up on the bluff, the sea bluff there, if you will. Which is Grand Avenue Park. Yes. Which I love. And the best views best, on the Puget Sound. Best sunset. Yeah, for sure. You got, it's great. It's great. Very beautiful. When the clouds aren't there. <laughs> you get a whole view of the Olympics and the, the sun Olympics. and it's like, it's a, it's romantic. So if you need a good date spot, and go to the seagulls. Grand Avenue Park and the Seagulls. But the footbridge has an elevator too, so it's got kind of everything. And my favorite thing about the footbridge is that it tells you before you get to the entrance of it if the elevator's working or not. So like you didn't like waste your time Make to get down there, and then it'd be broken or you know down or whatever. But it but is ramped the entire way. It there. is ramped the entire way, and it has stairs, so it's a cool little setup to get us to and from the housing area. And safety. That's safe. Yes. It lights up pretty, too. <laughs> it does light up. So when you're driving around, you'll actually see it at yeah, night. Yeah, no, so no, it's very pretty. It is pretty cool. So what's the market doing, Kevin? Well, the market is doing what the market will do. <laughs> it's exhausting, everybody. It is exhausting. Guess what? And again, when you guys hear this in March, it'll probably be a little bit different uh -huh. and probably worse. This is, yeah, this is just the, the pre. But. Yeah. 
multiple offer scenarios are yeah. back on the table. We were just talking about a couple of them where people are now overbidding again on houses. And this is literally just a change in 1% interest rates. Right. Right. So we went from an average of seven and a half down to around six and a half. So about an average drop in 1% in mortgage rates. And that has just pushed out the competition with our low inventory. Totally. Because what did I just say earlier? 32 offers on that one house that there my friend 30, did. There was so yeah. many years that you were doing. We had about 10 on another one that I was working on. And like even land. Usually land's like an easier one. You can just kind of take your time, do your tests, do your things. And I've had some clients looking for land and I love them and I feel so bad for them. But it's on the market on Friday and it's pending by Friday night. So everything's kind of going quickly with lots of offers so and there's not a whole lot of inventory no still. so good for sellers if you're looking for top dollar i do think those multiple offers though are going to be consistent um with a unique house that's ready to sell so yeah uh as little amount of things that need to be done to like quote unquote upgrade your house if it's not like an aesthetic <laughs> like if it's a 60s 70s retro feel i feel like those are okay. Like, that's always going to sell uh, in my Mid -century mind. Mid-century modern is going to sell. It's always going to sell. It's going to sell. Um, but, yeah, the, if, you're, like, if you're questioning things about your house and stuff like that, we can always talk it over. But, you know, they're the multiple offers. They're coming. I don't see them ending. Depends on interest rates, obviously. But Well, those are scheduled to continue to decrease. And, oh, that's good. And, again, I'll just say, if you are in the market to purchase a house and you're actively looking just understand as mortgage rates decrease especially here in the greater seattle area people are prepped and ready to go mm -hmm. so prepare to have some bidding wars but be smart with your shopping because there are still deals to be had yeah and like just have your documents ready with your lender like it's so important to know exactly what you have to have already in and like you're you're golden like if you got my pre-approval letter and you've already finished like pre-qualified with an underwriter documents and stuff like life is golden so yeah do it i approve it Get price start prices in everett still sitting averaging around what was it 580 ish 580 -ish. or so um up three percent from last time yeah everett's kind of a bigger area so i mean the prices are kind of dependent on region um our northwest neighborhood here is dictated by those lovely homes on the bluff on grand avenue that's where I'm moving next, in case anyone was wondering. That's where views. I want to move. The views. Um, those houses are all sitting probably at a million plus. It is the pricier um, part of the It North is the Everett pricier area. part. Uh, a lot of them are just sitting on the bluff. It's just really pretty. They're bigger lots as well. So, you know, nice big houses and stuff like that. So, But really good-looking houses. Yeah. So lots of, lots like of big windows. Um Kind a bay of, window, if you will. A bay window yeah. with the bay. What with a con bay. what a concept. So, <laughs> yeah, new listings way down, guys. Um, if you if you want to sell, let's talk because I got buyers and I have no houses, especially if you're in that 400 range to 550 range. <laughs> there, which is what our range is. That's what our range is for the most part of Everett. So you know, it's it's still tough. a great market. It's still a great market. We'd still love you to have be neighbors. Yeah, it's a great. I mean, it's a great area, right? So we'll always keep selling you on Everett. Awesome. Well, very cool. Well, I think we can talk a little bit more about the history of the Northwest neighborhood. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, what was it? I think we should talk about this fun quote. Ooh, which one? I think the Rockefeller one's one of my, my like more favorites. Y'all know John D. Rockefeller, you know, oil guy. 
big tycoon, <laughs> that guy, whatever. Apparently, an investor in early Everett. Oh, uh, I don't know how or why or what, but I thought this was kind of just funny. Well, he was one of the principal financiers of the Monte Cristo Hotel. Yeah, and now we have those Monte Cristo awards. Have you seen those on houses before? Yes. Um, I was reading. I think that's kind of stemmed from the Northwest neighborhood. Very cool. Um, on, I mean, it would make sense. Right. On their association website. Because, again, each little city has their own little association, association. but no HOA dues. It's the best of both worlds. Um, but they're talking about the Monte Cristo Awards. So usually there's four criteria. I think it's like best historical, um, best landscaping is one of them. I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. There's two others. Sorry. I failed you all. But... <laughs> You, you get a cool have homework to do. I know you get a cool plaque. It's fun. We need to bring it back. Um, but yeah, his involvement encouraged the boom here, which we all know was kind of those late late eighteen hundreds. So eighteen nineties up to the nineteen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> apparently, he only visited once. So, I mean, he showed up. Would make sense for someone of his stature he to... has a street named after him he does have one of his streets named after and he only him. showed up once so i'm hoping <laughs> by the time i'm done with everett i have a street named after me we'll see how that goes we can just change his street yeah, yeah. the ashley and kevin <laughs> street i don't know something, or something more appropriate selling everett street i don't know we'll figure so it out everybody street. we'll petition this we'll petition the county for that one we'll see how it goes but right well the funny thing is and you chuckled at this he divested himself from the Everett area because he considered it poor investment. Look at us now. Look at us now. That just makes me laugh. Because um, there's a lot going on. Yeah. I, don't, I wish I had the exact numbers of like what is being put into the port, but it's definitely in the billions. It's oh, got to be so much. 10, 20, 30, 40, well, 50 billion-ish dollars, I would assume. So it's I mean, exciting. We are also, well, the port of Everett, which again is one of the principal ports in the Puget Sound in Washington, Washington, is has plenty of government contracts because we have the Everett Naval Base right there. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll get to that in a different episode, uh, just because it's in a different neighborhood. It is a different neighborhood. But they're also stretching down to the Mukilteo area. That's true. So our lovely neighbors down there um, and their kind of port access and everything like that. So there's this huge expansion. Just We should do a bonus episode for Mukilteo. Like our distant sister? Yeah, our distant sister. They're right there. They're right there. They're our, they're our ferry to get to the islands. <laughs> they are. So I feel like they deserve a, a, a little one. We'll see. We'll see. How we'll, we're feeling at the we'll end of all this. When we get closer to their, yeah. to their neighborhood, we'll, uh, we'll see what it is. <laughs> we love you. We're sorry. We do love Muckleteo. We love all of our neighbors. Yeah, but... we love all our neighbors. <laughs> um, there was another quote that I thought that was pretty interesting, though. It said, you know, the men who built the homes along the bluff overlooking Port Gardner dreamed of factories, railroads, mills, and mines. Those who had made who had already made their fortune built substantial homes on large lots, which you can see most distinctly, um, kind of on the most north side, kind of yes. near Legion uh, Park slash mm -hmm. golf course. So if you're ever looking to golf, go great golf course. It's a great I, golf course. I hear lovely things. I've never done that. Have you done the golfing there? No, but I've done sports. A few sponsorships there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And walked the golf course. Okay, so you've times. essentially been there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the park's great too. It overlooks. Um, the sound and there's a arbitorium huh arbitrary what an arb <laughs> arboretum this is the Plants. word i want arboretum Plants. yes that's really fun and in the winter they do um lights in all the trees and stuff so lights in all the trees mm -hmm. it's oh, definitely okay. worth like walking through it like the holiday time is all lit up and pretty but what i was going to say is in the park they have a rental space i know some people that have been married there so in mm. the park there's a 
a rental I call it the square building. I don't know what else. I don't know. It has a name, everybody. I am sorry. Um, but you can rent it and get married there and, like, look over the sound. So, heck, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's a pretty cool little setup. Awesome. So, right next to the park, next to the golf course, next to the arboretum, next to the wedding venue. Northwest has got a lot going on. There is. Also, down below, do you know that new building that I thought was going to be Amazon but was not Amazon? Mm-hmm. It has a uh, trail around that building now that's like protected wilderness trail. Yes. And I walked it. It's super fun. Um, the tide goes out pretty far here in the Everett area, I feel like, at least in the north part. Yeah. Um, so you can see all the little wildlife and birds and stuff out there. So definitely worth the little trek if you're looking for... It's a quick walk, but it's lots of wildlife and birds and not just seagulls correct also speaking of walking out onto the water during low tide we also have jetty island right yeah. across the way too and in the summer there's a boat never done it have you done the boat no it's a walk-on boat um takes you to the jetty i think it's free if not it's like so. two bucks i feel like it's cheap if they were charging but um i've heard good things cool. there's sand so you get that beachy vibe also too during the summer that is is also the area in which they do our 4th of July fireworks. Yes. So all of this area is pretty much shut down. You yeah. have to walk. I was going to say, you can't even park anywhere. You have to, I don't, you're not even allowed to park like on Grand. I think you have to be they, parked like farther they back. They close off parking blocks yeah. away. So big fireworks show, which so is great. Um, also in the summer, um, concerts at the marina. Yes. They always kind of change. It they ends just, up being about four Thursdays in a row in the summer. They or was just it Wednesdays? Doing that this summer, right? Yes, but was it Wednesdays or Thursdays? I feel like it was Thursday. It was Thursdays. It was Thursdays, right? Yeah. So that's coming back next year. I was told. Nice. So and it's right by the footbridge. It is. So like literally, you could watch the concert from the footbridge. You can hear the music Simple. from the park if you don't want to come down. There's food trucks, coffee stands, mm-hmm. little market stuff, things like that. But the music's been pretty good. I was happy with it. Some cover bands, some local country artists, things like that. But. It's a big hit. You just yeah. bring your lounge chair and hang out. A lot of people will bring their boat in. So there's that section in the marina where they just all like line up and they listen to the music and it becomes a little party on Thursday nights. So mm-hmm. uh, look for it. It's super fun. It's right in the middle between where Lombardi's yes. Italian restaurant is, the Hotel Indigo, and the new apartments there. So it's right there on the pier. Yep. So... That's where Park your boat phase one it. will be done. So the dim sum place by the apartments, heck yes. And then I All think lot. they're adding more to it. They're supposed to be like a fishmonger. So if you're looking to be a fishmonger in Everett, they're looking. Throw some fish around. I think you have to throw fish. You might know have, have to know how to cook it. Kind of like Pike's Place. Yeah, I think so. It's kind of the vibe. Is that what we're going for? I think so. I like that. So if anyone wants to do that, I know people that yep. need people. <laughs> I like that forever. Yes, right? <laughs> Throwing fish. I don't know. Just fresh fish in general sounds so great to me. And I hope there's like a little cafe attached to it so you can like go get food that's fresh. Fish. From the area. Like sushi also, level freshness. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. I don't know if you know about this about the Pacific Northwest. We have orcas. Yes, we do. AKA the killer whale. I call it an orca. Um, they don't kill. I mean, they kill, but they don't kill humans. Oh. Anyway, not in captivity, I should say. In the wild. They do. They do. They do not kill humans in the wild. It's you only should, in captivity that it's need, happened. You need to ask my husband because he has a perpetual fear of Does orca he? whales. I want to like jump and... in and swim with them. That's the free willy in me. <laughs> and so, because he has an irrational fear of them, but it might be rational, he went on a full-on research deep dive into 
orca whales so he knows all of the badness that oh i should talk to him because i love them um (laughs) but in the like ports history i was talking to the port a few weeks or a couple months ago and i was upset because the uh port marina police people posted on facebook and the port did they're like the orca whales are in, in the like docks like with the boats <laughs> and they said they have no historical records of that ever happening That's so that close to they shore. were that close to the shore and like in with the boats so people that were on their boat like going out there like, was just orcas like hanging could, like, out hyphen them essentially i could have done my free willy lifestyle in the port i know i missed Some an opportunity area. so i'm hoping they come back <laughs> but yeah we have access to some pretty great whale sightings in this area from what yeah. i've been told haven't well, seen them here, but I did see them on a tour. Different yeah. story. Different day. <laughs> well, I would definitely say, like, Northwest Everett has got it going on. Because, like we keep echoing, the community and the sense of community is being very much built here. Mm-hmm. There's so much to do down here. Like, it's a lot. And they continue to add And it's going to be so more. much more. And so much more. They're just going to have all my money. Also, during the winter time and winter tide oh, events, yeah. mm-hmm. they also, and they just, well, they closed it now. But Elsa and Anna a, were here. Ice rink. And an ice rink. And we have our pretty cool. Christmas tree. Yes. But it's a, a fountain tree. It looks like a fountain. It looks more like a fountain. I like it. It's cute. <laughs> um, my other favorite thing, though, that they did is they put up the, like, salmon fish lights along the light piers yes like along that's super cute love it, it. Is very and they like cute. little waves so wintertide was a good time here again more food trucks events a lot there of stuff is free it's i believe it was all free it's for kids free access, yeah yeah there was cookie decorating all kinds of stuff so definitely look for that in the winter so there's so much to do here and you'll see especially as we journey into the other neighborhoods too it just builds on it and just builds on yeah. what we're trying to do here in Everett, too. So. Well, and it seems like a lot of second locations are happening here. So a lot of our businesses <laughs> have a first location in other neighborhoods, and they're like, hey, Port, we we're coming here. down here. So I think that that's just cool that it's an opportunity for our local businesses to grow and have a bigger establishment in a really cool location that mm-hmm. a lot of cities don't get. So Agreed. being built up on the waters fascinating to me there's a science to it so good for these engineers that know what they're doing but yeah it's it's exciting it's the mouth to the actual snohomish river Mm -hmm. all the sloughs that we talked about all the sloughs um so massive cleanup and you know there's ecological yeah they just did that whole salmon run thing also what was that we forget what they called it there are two things in washington that we like orcas and salmon and and (laughs) Uh, the residential orcas need the salmon to survive. They only eat salmon. So our salmon runs have been depleted because of all kinds of things, which is really frustrating. Um, but Everett took time in the spring and the summer to kind of divert different areas so that the rivers ran. It had like little, I don't know what you would call it. it well, it restored their Yeah, native it did. It was restoring their area and giving back paths. the the spawning areas for the salmon. Well, they so. did that too in tandem with the Tulalip tribes yeah. of the region because they're right across the other side in terms of where their reservation mm-hmm. is at. So it was a huge effort between sh- the port and the Tulalip tribes. We should share that. the video because it made me cry that they did the port and Tulalip had this video of like the whole ceremony and everything that happened. And I was oh, like, I oh, I was like, I was crying. So um, we'll have to share that when we find it again and let you all see it because all it's a super it. cool experience that like Everett's doing with 
our local tribes. Well, and to acknowledge the other indigenous tribes yeah, in the area as well, because was their land before it is their us, land before um, we were here yeah no um, and so we have to do our best to as stewards you know and caretakers as well to take care of it and to mm -hmm. ensure that it has its longevity because i don't know what would honestly happen to our area if the salmons didn't come through the orcas would disappear i know the there'd be a huge shift ecologically it, yeah ecologically so i mean it's kind of that same concept of like was it Yellowstone where like the wolves were removed and like everything yeah. became a hot mess and then they brought the wolves back and it was like, what? Like ecosystem. what a balanced ecosystem. So what? I think we would have something as traumatic as that probably happening without our pretty much the top of the chain for. Yes. Yes. So it's Keep exciting. We're trying really hard to, you know, get back to the land, I think in Everett, which I, is yep. important. There's lots of effort. Mm -hmm. Lots of effort. Lots of um, effort. So. I feel like I had something else that we were going to talk about. No, I don't remember. Now that I'm sitting here, I'm looking at I wonder paper. what it could be. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, the movies. They the also movies. do the movies. So, Boxcar oh, right. Park, which is right next to the Warehouser building. Movies. I don't know what day. They're, I feel like they're always on a different day. Could be Fridays. Could be Saturdays. Um, free. They have a big screen, and they do movies, and they're all fun. Like, last year, it was like Pearl Harbor and random <laughs> movies and stuff like that, but I loved it. Do we need a Pearl Harbor and yeah no we don't need that no we don't want way. that um <laughs> and then in the winter months they do during winter tide also like holiday themed movies one yes. year they showed santa claus with like tim allen or whatever so we yeah. came and watched that and that was fun you could do that from like the frozen truck of your car i think frozen was one of them one time. yeah they have all kinds of fun stuff so all the good stuff. The movie theater situation on the big screen out there good times worth it popcorn mm -hmm. can't go wrong with popcorn no um and they do the kites out there too. So during the day, there's always, there's, always there's this one guy. On a clear day. We need to learn this guy's name. He, he has, has those those big kites. Do you know what I'm talking about? They're yes. like as big as a building. I don't They're know like how he dragons. does it. Yeah, and he's got like three of them going at a time. And I'm like, how are you doing this? So if you're looking for somewhere to do your kite, Boxcar Park in Everett. Boxcar Park in Everett. That's yeah. where you want to do it. And then you can meet the guy, and he can teach you how to do the big ones. It's windy because it is wind. It's always windy down here. Always windy as it is. With, so if you want to sail, it's probably a good spot. They also do the um, the kite surfing. Do you see that over on the other side of the no. jetty? Oh yeah, in the I summer, there's just tons of kite surfing going on too. So I guess if you're looking for some extreme sporting, there's that too on the waters. I've done that one time and it was absolutely terrifying, but also my jam, and I feel like I'd be pretty good at it. <laughs> yeah, no, it, did, it just took me in the air and I went flying. Well, I like being on the water anyway. Yeah, me too. I've already done scuba diving and swimming and all oh, the other jazz. So I might scuba. as well some. I've not scuba'd. I need it's to scuba. Fun. I know I need to. All right. <laughs> I'll do scuba-ing up It's a little Everett. colder here, but I was doing it down in warmer waters. Right. That would make more sense. <laughs> so, but anywho's, um, I before we kind of transition away, I wanted to give you guys an update because we had mentioned this in our last oh, yeah. podcast episode. The Donovan House is like we mentioned sold for five thousand dollars around 1920s right <laughs> five thousand yeah. dollars cash and we're like well what is that cash well, and like the monthly would be like thirty dollars a month or something wild which is right? just insane but anyway like, well what's its equivalency nowadays so i did we i looked it up i looked it up for you guys i did my homework and that equivalency and purchasing power would be a, around seventy four thousand one hundred and ninety nine dollars so pretty much seventy five thousand dollars is what that $5,000 equivalency yeah. for a really so, nice house. 
It's a pretty decent down payment on a house. Uh, for now, yeah. In today's numbers, yeah. <laughs> so you need that much to buy a house. No, that's not true. You don't need that much to buy a house. Don't believe us. Well, my name is Kevin. And I'm Ashley. And we'll see you guys in the neighborhood. Bye now. Bye now.